Well, wisdom comes in all types of shapes and flavors. In today's society, in our current and the present moment, the rappers say, woke, I'm woke, I'm woke. 2,500 years ago, they asked the Buddha, what are you? Are you a demon? Are you a saint? Are you a spirit? What are you? And the Buddha replied, I am awake. Same difference. Wisdom comes in all different type of flavors. And that's what we try to provide in this podcast. We try to provide lifestyle changes and lifestyle enhancements. We urge and we dare people to experience themselves. We ask people not to find themselves. We ask people to create themselves. The best type of teacher will show you where to look, however, not tell you what to see. And in that vein, uh, again, I'm joined by my uh, good friend, my longtime friend, James Buckley. We're kind of twin brothers of different mothers. Uh, We got together at a uh, holistic integrative psychiatric facility where we were not inmates there. Uh, Actually, we were were therapists there ourselves, and now we're on our different paths. However, we we had a lot of fun together, didn't we? We sure have. a lot of great times and great memories and you know, you just they're forever embedded. So the idea is is that most people sit down. I, I remember James seeing a uh, cartoon with a, t- a married couple sitting at a table, and the other one looks at the one and said, when did we go from being married to still being married? It's like, when did we go from being alive to still being alive? Yeah. Uh, but the idea is, so what I think what you and I have done, and please don't think that James and I are putting ourselves on some type of pedestal here, but we've we've tried to recreate, keep recreating ourselves, have we not? It's it's like we're not kind of settled with what we are at the time, so we keep kind of we're like a, a wet sculpture, you know, where you're still shaping it. <laughs> That's the kind of the way. Look at them on this spinning pedestal Indeed. getting shaped and and it and it's it's still not, I'm not done with it yet so I hope not well it's just like uh, Alice in Wonderland when she said to the uh she said to the rabbit she said I'm not the same person I was this morning and he said well I hope not uh so the idea is is we're always evolving and changing there's always something to learn there is and and I've said that I can remember saying that when I was a teenager that if, if a day goes by and I don't learn something, then I'm probably dead. Were you ever, did you ever have a stagnant point in your life, James? Did you ever have a time when you just became complacent and you just became the, a drudge, you just became a human doing? Uh, you know, I probably did. I just don't remember it uh, offhand. I can't say that because I've been pretty active. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had, you know... Things I can remember and say, oh, what did I do at that time? Mm -hmm. What was I doing? And I guess there are moments that I, but it it just can't, it's not in my recall. So what 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 a lot of it really involves is the company that you keep. Yeah. And, you know, it's when you, when you, you're with someone and you do something like we have done in the past, that's something you remember. Do I remember what happened in 1971 in uh, July and August months? No, I don't. You know, I, don't, I don't know what I was doing, but, you know, I can look back at certain events and certain situations, and it's great to, to be, be able to experience as much as I have. I feel very fortunate that I've experienced as much as I have. And, I, you know, I did this in, uh, with a group uh, the, last week, and they were, like, amazed that I'm still alive because I tested the laws of physics so much when I was young. You tested the laws of physics? Yes, 
Say more about that, Mr. Buckley. Well, that's a, that can go quite a distance with that. There's a lot of rounds to that battle. Uh, but, uh, you know, just to start off when I was young and I, you know, we were talking about fear is what we were talking about. And I told him a story about me falling into the Raging Creek down in uh, Carnegie at four years old. And, uh, and then uh, next year I got hit by a 57 blue and white Chevy Bel Air. How can a five-year-old remember that car like that? But yeah, I got hit, fractured my skull. And, you know, people say that explains a lot. And <laughs> well, memories, uh, memories are formed by strong emotional reactions, mm. strong emotions. Yeah. One of the strongest emotions we've discussed is fear. And it, what brought all this up was me saying that one, that one of the fear was afraid of heights. I said, well, you know, I was actually on top of the Cathedral of Learning outside on the roof. You couldn't go any higher on the air conditioning unit, which had a 40, no 45, I'm going to say 22 degree angle to it. Going down, 42. So I'm like, what was I thinking? How could I get on that without being afraid? So, and I would go under bridges where we had four inches of walking space to hold on to concrete and four inches for your feet to walk in between openings. Hopping trains, you know, that I... No, no human can run as fast, to, but we'd, I'd run in limestone, you know, so it's, that's this high, mm -hmm. two feet off the ground, and you're running. Mm -hmm. So the chances of falling are really high. And, and so you can never run as fast as the mm -hmm. train. But when that, those, that ladder came by on that coal car, yeah. you would reach out and grab it and just pull yourself onto it. So sometimes what we try to do is look for experiential experiences in order to give us that charge or give us that rush or get out of our, get out of ourself. Well, you know, it's just, and, and I look back at all that stuff and I uh, just amazed that I'm still here because I really put myself in some really precarious positions and we'd hop the train through a tunnel. It'd go right through a tunnel. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> half a mile long. What's our past that propels us to our future? We're, yeah. all pro we're all products of our past. And everything that you've did in the past creates that message that you have to give today. Exactly. And I feel the same way. I think there's a reason why I survived all those things. Mm -hmm. is to do what I'm doing today. And so I, 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 there's no other way for me to look at it. I have to look at it that way because it's the only one that makes sense. So in the 12-step book, and I keep, I'm in 12-step recovery, mm -hmm. I keep referring to that, the message that can interest and hold people must have depth and weight. You just can't tell people to roller skate because it's good for you. Yes. You have to say, here's the reason. Or you can't say, hey, go, uh, go jump out of a plane, go skydiving, if you've never done it yourself. Exactly. And, and that's where my knowledge, experience, create the wisdom that I'm able to use today. Mm -hmm doesn't mean that it's 100% correct. It's never going to be that way. Mm -hmm. But I can, I can look at things and try to use that to try mm -hmm. to help others to see what wisdom can do uh, is, is give you some sort of insight of what could happen, uh, what your risks are things like that. So what we try to do is share with people what works in our lives. Exactly. You know, and, and you see people struggling through things. So what that brings out me because I've had all these experiences when they relay something to me I always seem to have something to talk about with them to make them feel like they're not alone feeling the way they mm -hmm. are 
that, uh, you know. So many people, unfortunately, when we talk about taking a non-judgmental stance, we often talk about people having contempt prior to investigation, which according to Herbert Spencer will keep a person in everlasting ignorance. Yeah. Uh, so contempt prior to investigation. Some people might look at, look at you and I and say, rather than call us season, they might call us something else, James. Yes, and they do. And, and you know what? That That's all right because... It doesn't offend me. I, I won't let it. I have to give it all this stuff permission to bother me. You know, <laughs> say that again. I have to give everything permission to bother me. You have to allow people to, to bother yeah. you. Well, you know, it's like uh, people say to me. Uh, I'll say to them something like, "You know, stop trying to make me feel guilty," and they'll say, "Well." Only you can make yourself feel guilty. I said, I didn't say I was guilty. I just said, stop trying to make me feel guilty. <laughs> so, you know, that that's giving yourself permission to feel guilty. So how do you keep these creative juices flowing, as they say? How do you, how do you keep creative and alive, James? Well, it's a, it's a lot of practice. And like I said, I get pulled in directions. And I don't try to explain why or why I'm there. I just know that I'm supposed to be there. We don't need to figure everything out, do we? Exactly. So I just said, this is where I'm supposed to be today. So quite often, often what we talk about people when we talk about this holistic wellness, for those who've listened to the podcast before, is to be that gardener, to provide the sunlight, the soil, and the the water, taking care of your physical body, the people, places, things, circumstances, event you surround yourself, you plant yourself in, and also the sunlight. And we make no apologies for insisting with people that there has to be some type of spiritual type of grounding in their lives, whatever, whatever that may be. Okay, so once we have that going, uh, we want to be like-minded people. We want to find our own tribe, James. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we're good bowlers, but we th- we think that we're not going to be happy unless we join a golf league. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It's and you know what, you can have fun doing that. You can. It, it's it's always fun exploring yourself. Exploring. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't have fun exploring? You know, could you imagine what the uh, our, our ancestors did in, in trying to discover new lands and new, you know, new worlds? Uh, I, I mean, it must have just been just so magnificent. And yet, here we have ourselves, our own world that we need a lot of exploration done, and only we can do it. Only we can do that. And we is an important word in that, James. We to be around like-minded people. If you sat around with somebody that just said, "What do you like to do today?" Oh, let's just uh, let's just sit here. Let's just let's just sit here and think. Well, maybe we'll take a nap. So, what what have you and I? Not not that we're the gurus or the templates to follow. Right. Yeah, yeah. However, what have you and I done over the years? Well, I you know I, I always get to the point where I think, well, you know, I've done so much, I've experienced so many things. And here I am. I'm I'm still experiencing new things. And I said, this is great. You're still exercising your mind. Exactly. When you you and I used to do a podcast together with uh, students at a place called Seclair. Okay. And actually, I will tell you a little story. Maybe about a month ago, I was contacted by somebody out in Los Angeles that used to watch the uh, the podcast that's a Claire and now listens to Fishing Without Bait, and they contacted us. So we do some Skype sessions together. I just try to, just try to have a little, a little fun together. But every week, 
you and I had to come up with something different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was uh that was the creative juices at their, you know, best. Uh with the, some of the ideas we came up and how to p- put that on and have it work well. So it was not only entertaining but also had some good uh knowledge behind it that was very We had useful. we had to have that motivation. We had to have yeah. that energy. We actually had to think, James. Yes. And, you know, what, isn't it great, I mean, to be in a position that you say you can think about something and make it work? I mean, how, how lucky and fortunate we are. Not that, not that. oh, what can I do or this will never work. Rather than that, you and I would get together and say, okay, we have an idea. How can we make it exactly, work? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, we knew, we knew it was, a, you know, an idea that could be useful. And just how can we make this, uh, get this across with the most impact and you know, there's a certain potential among uh, with creativity. What's that word? Potential. Ah. There's certain potential in creativity, you know, and sometimes some of us are kind of just accept whatever happens, happens. But others push to drive, well, yeah, whatever happens, happens. But also, this would be kind of cool to have this happen. And if we're able to make that happen that way, then we've created something. We, so that's we, the what, potential. We, we make it happen? Yeah. Okay. There's there's the deal right there. We make it happen. Yeah. And you know, there's here here's my thing with with action. I I you know, words of course have a certain amount of power to them and and they can move people. Uh but there are times when action needs to happen as well. So those that complain a lot and don't do anything to change that's uh, become complainers and complainers, you know, uh, I, I just let them complain, go ahead and complain in my world, you know, that complaint, I, you know, you're complaining to someone who already knows what you're complaining about, maybe, and I'm doing something about it. So Henry David Thoreau said that most men leave lives of quiet desperation, full of sound and fury signifying nothing. And most people go to the go to their graves with the song still in their heart. We're we're encouraging people to sing, to have a life with no regrets. And to have no regrets, you have to you have to take risks. You take risks and also if if things don't turn out well, you can't just punish yourself for the rest of your life. You have to be able to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. And you have to be able to take a step, the next step on. So if you're doing hopscotch and you miss three, you know, what do you have to, what do you do? You have to go back and hit three, right? So, you know, sometimes, you know, life is, is not so absolute. You know, it can't be. There just can't be. And don't... If you try to make it that way, you're going to be setting yourself up for some major disappointments. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com, where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.